Welcome to the Content 10X Podcast, the show where content creators learn how to harness the power of content repurposing. And now, your host, Amy Woods. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Content 10X Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Woods, and this week's episode is airing as the first episode of 2020. So firstly, Happy New Year. I hope you enjoyed seeing the new year in and you're ready and raring to go with not just the start of the new year, but the start of a new decade too. Now, it's been somewhat of a tradition to start the year with a podcast episode where I share my content predictions for the year ahead. So I thought for 2020, why break that tradition? So here are my top eight predictions for content marketing in 2020. So number one, more focus on video content, particularly on YouTube. So there's been this statistic flying around for a while now, which is that Cisco Research have predicted that by 2020, 80% of content consumed online will be video content. And guess what? It's 2020. So I guess we can see if their prediction is right. Now, I specifically remember being very disappointed when it got to October 21st, 2015, and everybody wasn't driving around in flying cars and hoverboard like the prediction in Back to the Future. Um, so that's the date that Marty McFly went forward to in Back to the Future. And when that year came around, well, the makers of Back to the Future weren't quite right with that prediction. But I think this Cisco research prediction on video content may be a lot more solid because the fact is people do love to consume a lot of video content and marketers, business owners, content creators do need to pay attention to this. And I really think that they are. Now, I'm not saying anything new here, but I think that we are seeing more of a focus on video content. Personally, I'm hearing more people that I know saying with conviction that they're really going to start creating more video content. And I am going to start creating a lot more video content in 2020 as well. And then look at a few clues here as well. So at Social Media Marketing World in 2020, there are four video tracks as part of the event. And this is because Michael Stelzner, CEO of Social Media Examiner, who hosts Social Media Marketing World, and his team they see the importance of video and the demand to teach video marketing skills. So they're giving people what they want. People want to learn more about video marketing and embrace more video content. And it's also really important to look at how we consume video content and what we're used to as well. So we're all getting very used to commercial free video content through on-demand streaming with Disney+, Plus, Apple TV+, Plus, Amazon Prime, Now TV, Netflix, YouTube Red. These are all the places where we consume video content, maybe more so for many people than regular and cable TV. And we are therefore getting very used to having no commercials on our video content. We're getting conditioned not to expect them. And I think this plays a part in the video content that businesses and marketers create as well. We need to be aware that that's the kind of content that people are getting very familiar with. And if you're planning on creating video ads for YouTube, then by all means, absolutely go ahead. I think it can be highly effective and it doesn't seem to be utilized as much as Facebook ads. But bear in mind that I think people are really going to start wanting to see less and less ads on the platform and within the videos that they see. So you need to consider that and make sure that your ads are really good and appear more native and less disruptive. 
So number two, LinkedIn will be the place for live video. So live streaming on LinkedIn is here. And in episode 92 of the podcast, way back in July, I spoke to my good friend Ian Anderson Gray about it. And back then we talked about how it was not available for everyone and it was gradually being rolled out. And it also wasn't native. So you had to use third-party software to stream to LinkedIn. Well, you know, as I speak now in January 2020, that is still the case. Not everybody has the live streaming feature on LinkedIn and you do still have to use software like Switch Studio, StreamYard, Restream.io and many others in order to actually use the live streaming feature on LinkedIn. But I think in 2020, things will open up a lot more. It'll be more accessible and we'll see people embrace it. LinkedIn have asked people to apply for live video access and I think this is largely to try and control the quality of live content, which I think is hard to do. But I do think that there is going to be quality live content on LinkedIn. It's going to be more open, potentially go native as well. So you don't need to use third party apps and third party software in order to use it. And I think we'll see multiple live streaming onto LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, etc. simultaneously when people have become more used to using some of the third party software. So that's prediction number two, that LinkedIn will be the place for live video in 2020. So number three is more IGTV. And yes, I'm still talking about video content. And I think that says a lot about prediction number one of there being more video content in 2020, because here my third prediction is still about video. I think more people are going to start using IGTV. Now, again, this isn't anything new at all, but IGTV has gone in ups and downs with its interest and usage. And I think by Instagram making some changes, particularly how you can post to IGTV, and select to show the start of your IGT video as a normal Instagram post has really improved the overall experience and it's getting more people over onto IGTV to watch the rest of the video. So I think more people will start to use IGTV and I think more creators will repurpose video content from their website, YouTube, Facebook or elsewhere onto IGTV as well. Number four, more video to podcast repurposing and more focus on the quality of audio with video content. So this is another prediction related to video content as well, but I think we'll see more people creating video content with the intention of repurposing it into a podcast episode. I think more and more people are realizing that this is a possibility. Now, this won't work for everyone. It really does depend on the kind of videos that you are creating. For example, if it's content designed to be more visual, it needs to have that visual aspect to be understood, or maybe it's content that you create in certain environments where you just won't get a good quality audio if it's a noisy place, etc. But for some video content, repurposing into podcast episodes is a great opportunity that I think more people will start to realize. Now, we worked with Jay Bear to create the videos and the podcast episodes for his talk, Trigger Show, which I'll link to in the show notes. And whilst we were creating high engaging videos where we brought in b-roll and images and music and all sorts of things we always made sure it was also an engaging podcast episode too we made sure that we had really top-notch audio quality and that you didn't need to see anything on screen in order to enjoy the audio experience as well so i think that as video creators realize 
the audio could be used for podcasts or other means as well, but using the audio content, this will trigger more focus on the quality of audio with videos. If this has really interested you and you want to start repurposing your videos into podcasts, and that's something that we can help you with. So do head on over to content10x.com forward slash video 10x for information about our end-to-end video repurposing service. So number five, podcasting will continue to grow. So we've moved away from video predictions now. Podcasting will continue to grow. The number of people listening to podcasts will rise. I'm certain of that. I also think that the number of people creating podcasts will rise too. I think this is a good thing, but I also think that you shouldn't just start one for the sake of starting one because podcasting is not easy despite some people online may be giving that impression. It's really hard work and it requires patience to see results. So start a podcast if you are clear on why, you are totally dedicated to it and you have a plan and don't just plan on doing one every now and then with no strategy as well. So podcasting will grow. I think podcasts are fantastic. Of course I do. I have a podcast. Many of our clients have podcasts, but I still don't think it's necessarily for everyone. I think there'll still be a lot of podcasts that start and then fade out quite quickly. So maybe to get into podcasting, if you don't have a podcast yourself, a great thing to do will be to start to guest on other people's podcasts to get used to being on podcasts before starting your own. Now, if you are keen to start a podcast and it feels like 2020 is your year, then that's absolutely fantastic. Be sure to head over to our blog and search on podcast content to find lots and lots of advice on repurposing your podcast content. So contenttonext.com forward slash blog. And I recommend Captivate as your podcast host to head to contenttonext.com forward slash Captivate. Number six, new approaches to paid advertising. So there is without question less organic reach on social media platforms and the cost of advertising is rising considerably on social media. Customer acquisition costs are high and they're getting higher and higher and higher on social media. And while some organizations can afford the rising costs, I think many will look to adopting new approaches and experimenting more. One thing I think we'll start to see is people using Instagram stories more and more people advertising in Instagram stories as well. So I think we'll see some new approaches to paid advertising and watch out for more advertising in Instagram stories and consider whether that could be something great for you and your business as well. Number seven, more tailoring of content for voice search and zero click search results on Google. Now, let me explain. So voice search on our smart speakers or just using Siri or Alexa on our mobile devices is becoming more sophisticated. So the accuracy has improved a lot in the past couple of years. More and more people are getting used to asking Alexa or similar Alexa or Siri a question and getting an answer. So there's a lot of talk at the moment about creating content content that will be more tailored for voice search. So creating content that's more in a question and answer style, being short, clear and concise and thinking about what people would specifically ask, like what they would say out loud. But this isn't just for voice search as well. It also is because a lot of Google searches no longer result in the click. People get their answer on the results and they don't click anywhere. And I'm sure we can all think of times probably recently in the last week or day or so where we've searched something on Google and got the answer straight away without going anywhere other than that results page. So how can you create content that answers their question in that way? 
Now to explain a little bit more about this, Spark Toro's Google Clickstream data story in August 2019 found that for the first time, the majority of Google searches, so 50.33% to be exact, ended without a click on an organic or paid search result. Google's attempt to answer more searches without a click to any results or with a click to Google's own properties are becoming really successful. So as a result, these zero click searches and clicks that bring searches to a Google owned site keep on rising. So can we find ways to get value from zero click searches? We can make sure we have an answer on a Google owned property as well. So we can make sure that we have answers on YouTube, which comes back to more video content as well and getting that onto YouTube. If you're a local business, make sure that you're on Google Maps as well for local businesses. So being on those Google owned properties and also do research and create short and concise answers to questions that could appear as a snippet. Study the results that are dominating the no-click returns on Google in your industry, in your niche, and the things that you know your audience would ask and create similar format content. So I think there's just going to be more awareness and thought of the kind of content that's going to help with both voice search and the zero-click search results on Google as well. And finally, number eight, I think TikTok will inspire more creativity in snackable formats. So I'm not sure if you are on TikTok or if you've seen it. It's a little bit crazy. It's all video content and it's only generally 15 second long video snippets. And it's absolutely fair to say that the main users are young people. Um, lots and lots of teenagers are on TikTok. Now, Gary Vaynerchuk is insisting it'll come around to be more mainstream and we should be all posting there now. I'm not sure whether he's right or not. Time will tell. I think he could be. I believe in this more so than when he was telling everybody to be on Snapchat. I'm not sure how it could be used for business though, but at the end of the day, it's all about building an audience. But something that I think will happen is that regardless of whether you are using TikTok or not, I think people will observe the content over there, which is really creative and will start to become more creative on other platforms too, like Stories, IGTV, Facebook, because they'll be inspired by the creativity over on TikTok. Now, I've started doing this. I'm on TikTok. I'm at Content10x if you're on there as well and you want to give me a follow. And I had one viral post, the first post I ever posted, where I jumped on some sand dunes and got loads of views. I think it's nearly half a million now and thousands of followers as well. But I'm not really using it. Since then, I have done a few additional posts and they have been more kind of business related and inspired by everything else that's going on TikTok. So have a look and see. I created this really cool video for celebrating International Podcast Day that was a TikTok video that I did post there, but I also posted it on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and got really, really positive comments from those platforms as well. So I th I'm going to share more about my ideas on TikTok-inspired content for other platforms in an upcoming podcast episode. But overall, I think that people will have more fun with their content, especially the micro content, the short videos that we create, and TikTok will help inspire more creativity. 
So there you have it, my eight content predictions for 2020. Let's see what happens. I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast episode. Please hit subscribe if you are not a subscriber. And I would absolutely love it if you could leave me a review as well. I would really appreciate that. If you haven't got a copy yourself yet, then don't forget that I have a book out called Content 10X, More Content, Less Time, Maximum Results. It's the ultimate guide to repurposing every type of content. You can get it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble Online, and various other places, but just head to content10x.com forward slash book to find out more. And if you're interested in our end-to-end content repurposing service here at Content 10X, then do head to content10x.com to find out more. And finally, don't forget to follow me on social media. I'm at Content 10X on all of the social media platforms. So all that's left to say is thank you for listening to this very first podcast episode of 2020. And I look forward to catching you in the next episode. Thank you.